This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. You guys are so fortunate today because I have not only one of my favorite people, but one of the biggest instrumental people in my journey as a business owner is I have moved from the corporate space into running a smaller business and then a bigger business and then one that actually was able to scale. So the person that is really, really behind, and she may not even know this, but the person that has deeply touched me personally, changed my family's trajectory and has also given me the blessing of leading a business in a really organic way is Miss Kelly Roach. And she's a mentor. She's a friend. She is really an icon in my space. Everyone defines icon differently, but she has been really the greatest force in this six-year journey that has allowed me to see what I am truly capable of. And I don't take that lightly one bit because I know that I have that same influence on some of you guys here today. And so I think it's really nice and fun to bring Kelly in and talk about that relationship. And then also her greatest gifts for me were in the marketing space. And we're going to dive into that today. So let me give a little introduction of Kelly Roach formally. And then of course, you'll informally hear from me throughout this podcast. But Kelly is a business strategist and she has transformed overworked entrepreneurs into seven and eight figure CEOs. And I know that that is actually true because I am living proof of that. She teaches them how to leverage timeless business principles employed by billion-dollar corporations and combining them with the most powerful online marketing strategies of today. Before she got to this point, Kelly spent years in corporate America rising through the ranks of a Fortune 500 to become the youngest SVP in the company. I love celebrating that because I was behind that when I was in corporate, really watching and, and elevating people there as well. During her time in corporate, Kelly led a team of over 100 to record-breaking sales even during the economic downturn in 2008 through 2010. So Kelly is now the CEO of an eight-figure female-founded company in the online space. Guys, that is very, very rare, and I celebrate her for that accomplishment. The Unstoppable Entrepreneur is not only the fastest-growing coaching company on the market, but it's disrupted the online coaching space and is truly the first of its kind. I could go on and on and on about all the amazingness inside of Miss Kelly Roach, but Kelly, thank you so much for being here today and taking a little bit of time out of your calendar to check with my audience. I am so happy to be here and it's an honor to get to see you come full circle with everything that you've created and then get to come here and kind of chat about it and, and talk about what what the secret sauce behind that. So thank you for having me. Yes. So if you guys are just diving in and maybe you've never listened to this podcast or maybe you've been listening for a long time, I just kind of want to level set. So you have arrived at the Ops Authority and clearly we are all things operations inside of this business. And so we really go deep in operations by looking at these five different principles. One of those is strategy, project management, 
talent, as well as data and financial. So those are kind of our core competencies. As I, as a business owner, was building this business, I was like, that was my, obviously, that's my strong suit. That's what I came out of corporate with. All of those align with my innate gifts and skills. And so by no surprise, it was easy for me to set those systems up inside of my business. It's very, very clear to me. That's my gift. Like I can see operations. I can fill them in. I can, you know, prioritize them truly leveraging those project management skills that are natural and also have been developed in the corporate space, that has allowed me to be able to scale with some amount of ease, never all the ease, but a little bit of ease. And as I was you know, on that path to scaling, and scaling is infinite, by the way, it starts and it never, never ends. And so I have a problem with defining you know, success or scale any one way, because truly one person's success may be or or scale may be a million dollars, one other person's may be a team of 40 people. And so there's no real definition behind that. But when I was on that journey where I was finding my obstacles, where I was finding the blocks that just did not feel like I had the answer, I was searching for strategies in the marketing space. Now, I'm a perfectionist. I'm also a high achiever. I know I can figure everything out. I'm also not super, super technically savvy. And so you know, can I grow? Can I do that? Yeah. Is that the best use of my time and space? Absolutely not. So I was on the market looking for that solution. And I thought, hmm, I can hire this into my company or I can spend some time in a developed community with an established leader who has gone before me, who has done this, who's got lots and lots of experience in this space. And I can learn from her and then bring in someone more junior into my business to help me with implementing that. Well, that's exactly what I did. And Kelly's program, The Unstoppable Entrepreneur, was my solution. Actually, almost 18 months ago is when I came into Kelly's orbit. I had no idea who she was. And the amazing gift of this day and age is we have so many mentors that are out there that are leading the way for us. And of course, I almost feel like it was divine appointment. It was during the middle of the pandemic. I was taking a walk and I was really thinking, oh my goodness, my business is going to crumble. What am I going to do? And just that day, I was listening to Kelly's signature program at the time, which was the live launch method. And I was transformed. I remember listening to it, getting goosebumps, just like I am right now thinking, I can totally do this. This is, this sounds so easy. Is it really, really easy? And so the operational part of me, that fact finder went to work and really digging in. And it was a method. You guys, we are excellent at methods. There was no problem with me. If she had the method, I could be the solution. I could insert myself. And that's exactly what we did. We went from launching the Director of Operations Certification Program two times a year to launching it six times a year. And clearly that allowed me to scale financially. It allowed me to reinvest funds back into my business. Now we have a very robust program. We have a robust team and things are working on a much higher level. And truly, I could see myself scaling this business, but I would have never been able to do that without you, Kelly. And so your guidance, your fortitude to go out, the gumption it takes to go out there and put this content and knowledge into the world and allow us, the people who are open, who are ambitious, who are ready to to join you, you've really been that stopgap for me and for so many other people. So I want to definitely thank you for, for being you and also sharing everything you did. You have shown up as a true leader in this space, in the online space where We have, you know, sometimes there's just a bad rap around people just not delivering, a a bad rap around people 
being short-sighted or being really just into the money or whatever you want to call it, very passive. You were truly the consummate leader that I was looking for very much in alignment with my values. And that's what's had me stick around you for so long. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you all the way around. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing. Yeah, I think that what we really need from a leadership perspective in the online space right now is people that encourage individuals to, instead of trying to copy and paste a formula or a trend or, you know, copy or post or program or topics that seem to be popular, we really need people that are calling forward individuals to take a moment to do some deep reflection on why they've been called to do what they're doing and to have the courage to, yes, learn methods and learn strategies from people like myself that are out there. But my vision and my whole is to empower people to really understand that they were uniquely called and appointed to do the work that they are doing in a way that only they can do it. And this journey for me, starting with live launch, that was a big piece of it. And now pivoting into conviction marketing, I feel like more than ever with the oversaturation and the infusion of brick and mortars pivoting to online, the great resignation happening and a lot of things that are coming together in 2022, most important strategy for any business is for them to be able to really articulate in a meaningful way how and why they're different and not different for the sake of being different. But again, what is the unique thing that you deliver in a way that only you can because of your life history, your career history, the life experiences that you've had, the struggles that you've overcome, the obstacles that you've endured, the things that you learned along the way. And it takes courage and it takes being brave because it means doing things that haven't been done before in the exact way that you're doing them. And it also, and, and I really try and encourage people, and, and you know this, Natalie, is, you know, people will always say, well, how do you do ABC, XYZ? And I always start right by saying, well, I don't know that you want to do ABC, XYZ, how I'm doing it. I can tell you how I'm doing it, but let me give you these two or three other ways that you can and should consider looking at solving this problem. And we don't have enough of this encouragement of people to do their own critical thinking, number one. And then number two, a lot of the people that are out there teaching want to create mini replicas of themselves versus empowering people to stand on their shoulders to actually go further than they have, right? Which is why I always share publicly when I have a big goal, when I have this huge dream of getting to eight figures, even though I was like, man, am I going to actually be able to do this? I started sharing it right away. Within six months of achieving that, I had two clients that also achieved that. And it was no coincidence that when they heard and saw me talking about that, they said, well, why can't I do that? Of course I can do that too. And that's the power of having the courage to share your vision and share your, your big goals and your dreams, but also, you know, going out and sharing the things that, you know, you uniquely are positioned to share. So I would love to talk a little bit about that, Natalie. And, you know, you can ask me anything you think will serve our friends that are here listening with us today. Oh my, I can just go on and on. But some of the greatest frustrations with people who come into my program, remember we're very operations focused. We are great project managers. We love a good checklist. We, we will follow the roles. And some of the greatest frustration I have from our students is they will come to me and they will want a prescriptive plan. And I tell them, if you are here for a prescription, 
you're in the wrong place. We are going to empower you to build a business, to find an employer of choice that aligns to you. We are no longer in the space or the time where we have to be somebody else to be happy. That's just not going to serve you long-term. And both of us and a lot of the people that are listening today have taken that path, the more traditional path through corporate, and the tides are changing. So back to the whole copy and paste, I we are big time. You're not going to copy and paste anything here. I'm not going to tell you. One of the greatest gifts that you gave me when I came into your program, there was so much variety and you being the leader of this really large organization, having lots of clients and students underneath you, you were always so accepting of people doing it differently. You never said, you know, I have a cohort style business and that was something that you don't do. You have an, what I would describe as an evergreen, all these you know, people can come in at any time into the program. And that was something that my model doesn't support. You never once said that's the wrong way to do it. Right. But again, you tying this into what you were just talking about, the other part of this is that courage, right? When you started saying, Natalie, you don't have to do this two times a year. You can do this up to eight times. Let's talk about how we can do that. I remember thinking, Kelly's crazy. I, I actually can't do that. What I couldn't do was continue thinking the way I was thinking. And as much as you gave me a system and you gave me a lot of the path forward, the journey forward, what you really gave me that will stand the test of time is the belief that I can do more, right? It's you come in with the strategy, but a true mentor guides you to the next best level for you. And there's going to be a lot of Natalie's, a lot of level hopefully there's a lot of levels to me as I go forward. And if I were to follow a, you know, take a copy and paste model, I would be capped. And so the ability to understand if you're listening to this, you guys have probably purchased courses, you've probably purchased, you you may have gone to college for that prescription because maybe your parents said, you need to be an attorney, you need to be a doctor, you need to be a nurse, whatever it is, we were impressioned at a young age. And we see lots of people. I was certainly one of them where I knew I had to have a degree and I thought a business degree or I thought a nursing degree was the path forward for me. And so that is another example of the copy and paste model. And so luckily we've got amazing people. We've got this amazing online presence that we can build ourselves so that we can change that script for ourselves, but also all of the other people that we are impacting, you included. So Kelly, I want to dive into the conviction marketing because I think that this is, I was taking a walk this morning, preparing and getting my mind ready for this interview and just so excited about conviction marketing in general. Now, I know what the word conviction means. It's, and I, frankly, I looked it up this morning to make sure that it was just really ready to go, but that's just great. That's really deep and great belief in what you think is right. Okay. It's what comes easy to you. And so being in alignment with that, obviously you put conviction and you put marketing together. I hope that you listeners who are listening today are able to see, and Kelly's going to enlighten us on the depth of what conviction marketing is, but this is the perfect, perfect way for you guys to market. I am not sharing this with you guys because I have an ulterior motive. I'm telling you that I know you, the listeners that are tuning in today, we have a gift in operations. 99% of us who are listening to this today have a deficiency in marketing. We all struggle with mindset. We all struggle with the next version of ourselves. We struggle with who is our ideal client. But one thing we all know, 
we all can assess what we're good at and we can all assess and know and be strong in the values that you have. And so with that, Kelly, just define what conviction marketing is and how we can use it. Yeah. So, you know, how this came about was exactly everything you alluded to earlier, Natalie. I was seeing this kind of really scary movement in the marketplace of follow the leader over the cliff. And I was seeing so many entrepreneurs with really good intentions going out and signing up for products, programs, coaching programs, masterminds, and trying to replicate what they saw others doing in the market and then being really dissatisfied with what they built because our businesses are as unique as we are. And so the way that I build my business that brings me fulfillment will feel absolutely miserable to someone else and vice versa, right? So it's really, really important when we think about the way that we answer this calling, we have to have a sense of conviction around what are we doing? Why are we doing it? And why do we believe so deeply to our core in the way that we've chosen to show up and the way that we've chosen to serve that we can make a difference that is superior, that serves at a higher level and provides a better result than the other 800,000 people that are out there doing what you do. And, and what I say to people all the time is you would not have started your business if you didn't believe that there was space for things to be better. You wouldn't have even gotten in the game if you didn't know on a subconscious level that you could bring something to the world that had not yet transpired, materialized, fabricated, that no one else had done in that very specific way that only you can. You wouldn't have done it otherwise, right? No one wants to set themselves up for failure. And certainly no one signs up for the entrepreneurial journey to do something for the rest of their lives unless there is a sense of conviction there. But then what happens, Natalie, is we want to protect ourselves from failure. We want to protect ourselves from making mistakes. We want to talk about pre-approved things. We want to sell on hot topics. We want to create copy that converts. We want to have social media that works. And what happens is I find that people along their entrepreneurial journey start to actually lose their own identity. And conviction marketing is about rediscovering who you are. It's about getting grounded in what is the thing, the stake that you're going to put in the ground that when people see your name, they associate it with what, right? And it's not operations. When I think about operations, what I think about is taking a set of things that feel complex and overwhelming and hard and an impossible puzzle to solve and coming in with like a stroke of a brush and creating an orchestra, right? That gets all these systems and people and different service lines of business all working in perfect harmony and unison in a way that only someone with your unique talent and capability can do. The person that's the brilliantly talented visionary CEO can even begin to get their head around the magic of what you can do with your operational knowledge and skill set. But what happens is, one, we start falling into the trap of being like everybody else, trying to avoid failure, curving and rounding out our message because we want to make sure it's pre-approved and it fits in and, you know, it checks all the boxes. And, and we're afraid of failure, right? So we want to do the right thing. People always say, How, you know, what's the right way? And I always say, there's no right way. There's only the right way for you. And then I ask three more questions to understand what are you actually trying to accomplish? Why does this matter for you? What is the meaning behind it? Then I can give a recommendation that actually matches what is the right way for you? Stop trying to do it 
the right way. And I think that there's just, there's a lot of competition in the market. There's a lot of pressure. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves. We put a lot of pressure on our teams. We had a lot of self-imposed deadlines. We want everything to happen the right way the first time right now, which the more that we want it to happen the right way the first time right now doesn't, right? And conviction marketing is about having a long range vision for what you are here to create in the world, how you're going to show up differently. And then conviction marketing flows from your message to market, which is the first touch point into your content, into the way that you design your program to fill a gap, into the way that you service within your program to make a superior difference, and into then how that duplicates, replicates, and multiplies into creating a client for life mentality. So conviction marketing is the gateway to creating this legacy brand, this brand where your reputation precedes you. And it goes hand in hand, really, Natalie, with a lot of what I teach in live launch. It's like live launch is college and conviction marketing is like the PhD, right? It's like the master's degree. It's like, okay, we started here and built this space together. Now, how do we take the next step? But I think more than ever, it's, it's so important because like I said, when we look at 2022, the biggest challenge is in the market saturation, right? Algorithms and ads and iOS, and all these changes are happening and all the, the market is being flooded by millions of people. You have to dial in what you believe. It's not enough to say what you do. Everyone does what you do. There's a million other people that do operations that can say, I can do ABC, X, or Z. No. How do you create that orchestra? How do you get all those jumbled puzzle pieces and make them come together in the symphony, right? What is the unique spin on the way that you assess the need, the way that you bring people together, the way that you align the systems, the way that you pull it all full circle, the way that you work with the teams afterwards? There's something there for each of you. But you have to stop absorbing what others are doing and start looking inside yourself. What is your intuition calling you to do? What are your observations telling you that may be about you breaking industry norms or trying something new and different way or doing something different than your mentor, right? I applaud people when I see them take an idea that I gave them and then they, they spin it out and they make it totally their own. And I'm like, yes. That is what I'm talking about. That's how innovation and destruction happens when we stand on the shoulders of giants, right? So that's a little bit about what it is and, and the why behind it, if that helps give everybody a baseline. Yeah, absolutely. I find that we are inundated with learning about the coolest way to do a funnel, how to do a funnel, when we should do a funnel. And then people like me and our community will obsess over how to actually carry that out, right? And these things, I'm not saying that that's a bad way of marketing. I'm just saying that, and it's certainly one way, right? But we know in my community, there's a lot of perfectionism. We don't take a lot of risk. I mean, we are the yin to your yang, Kelly, right? So we love working with our big thinkers, big-minded leaders to partner with them, to help them untangle this and put the puzzle together as you beautifully articulated earlier. That's our gift. And so you can imagine how slow we move inside of the marketing game, which is a very, very nimble and fast moving train. And so there's a lot of us here who are going to use the body of work that I have put out through the certification program and find their perfect entrepreneur or their perfect visionary to partner with. And then there is 
another portion of our community that's going to be excited to build a business. And so when we go down the path of building the business, again, we don't have a ton of ideas. And if we do, we will perfect them and spend months on making the perfect plan. And what I find since I've been in this space for the last six years, you know, when I first got here, everything was about digital marketing. Everything was about building the funnel, SEO. I'm going to use some terms that are still relevant today. Like I'm not saying that they're not relevant. I'm just saying that it has been a hard path for me. And I want to make sure that those of you guys that are listening, you understand that you have options and there is quote unquote, easier marketing available to you. When I heard this about conviction marketing, I'm like, wow. I wasn't calling it that, but maybe that was my differentiator. I was resistant to putting in these amazing funnels because I tried to do them. And oh my goodness, I talk a lot, Kelly, here about I created a course when I first came into the place. Like it was like, ooh, I had this really cool method that I had, you know, taken some of the work that I had was doing in corporate and just, I didn't know its value until I got into the small business space, started helping leaders and they were like all over it. And one of the mentors that I had at the time was like, yeah, you should make a digital course. I kept thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to be rich. It's going to be so passive. I'm literally going to record one time. And this is going to be, I'm going in in the history books for this because it's such good content. Well, as luck would have it, I did all of those things. And the only thing that didn't work out was the millions of dollars I thought I was really going to have. So I spent $6,000 in creating the product, sold it and made 4,000, but that still left me $2,000 in debt. So that's not clearly what was going to make me um, put myself on the map. But what I was able to do when I looked back, I thought, you know what, that model just doesn't work for me. I am too slow. I'm I don't take these risks. And when I went all in and just being who I was, just channeling in and saying, you know what? The world at that time, the small business digital marketing space was not talking about operations. Operations felt very stiff. The method that we licensed, that we have trademarked as the strategic mapping model, those words are not sexy. Those are not going to get you inside of these five, six, seven, and eight figure businesses. A lot of leaders are really opposed to those kinds, that kind of terminology. But you know what? I was groomed in corporate. I could not take that away from me. It is strategic mapping to me. I tried to call it a business plan and all these other terms. You know what? When I went all in and what I was and where my gifts were, I number one, I stopped caring and stopped trying to fit in somebody else's box. But second of all, it's Pandora's box opened. Yeah. I could get on sales calls with ease. It wasn't, there wasn't a block. It was me showing up with who I was and I was able to meet the other person on the other end of the line, proverbial line, with so much more zest and it wasn't prescriptive. So I'm here to say that this is extremely organic. What we're talking about today requires no ads. It requires no expertise and a lot of the technology that can really be cumbersome, expensive, and overwhelming. And it's within you. You get to lead the marketing. Kelly's absolutely right. You got into business because you knew the world needed exactly what you had. Believe yourself. Believe yourself that you truly have that. And now start thinking about your why. Yeah. And then you articulate that why into, this becomes your conviction marketing. This becomes the way that you speak with ease. She said that it starts with your messaging. For us, We talk about your mission, your vision, and your values, because if I can get you to spend some time, some deep time getting those things together, I always say, we don't have to have complete sentences, friends. We are starting with ideas and thoughts. We'll make them pretty later, but just get your mission, your vision, your values out of your head. 
Those are going to help you with starting to have conversations that don't feel like you're following a script, that don't feel like you're following what I have done, because it needs to be exactly what is right for you and in alignment with where your gifts are. Yeah. Kelly, do you have tangible, like a couple steps that you would give somebody just kind of getting into business? So these are... We have great experience, great expertise, service-based audience. I mean, very, very servant. You know, I mean, you have these people in your business. I know them. And give us a few tips and pointers on what we can do to kind of begin this journey. So I think the first thing is to really take the time to sit down and articulate where you feel like the gaps in operations are that could be, should be, and will be better when you step into making the difference for either the one visionary that you're working for or all of your clients as you build your business, okay? So the first thing is you already know these things, right? You already know these things. Again, this is that little tickle that happened that even urged you to get in the game in the first place because you saw it and you were like, I can do that. I can do that better. I can make a bigger difference. I can help people get their results. So first things first, get clear on the gaps right? I talk about the gap all the time. Get clear on the gap. Super simple. Number two, how do you articulate your beliefs around those gaps? So what are the gaps? Number two, how do you articulate your beliefs around that? So when I created Live Launch, I said, I believe that people can launch in a simpler, less expensive, easier way and reach more people for less money and perform at a higher level online. All of that was true. And that's how we create a movement around the world called the live launch, right? And now everybody and their brother teaches the live launch. And I'm like, bye-bye. I'm teaching for the chip marketing. Have fun. (laughs) You know, and when we started that, no one was straying from the old school four-step, 18 videos, 16-step email sequence with the 18-step funnel and blah, 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 blah. So what are the gaps that you see? What are your beliefs that you're going to share with the market around those gaps? Why can it be better? How can it be simpler? What can you do differently? Paint a compelling picture, a vision of what it could be like in the future for people. Really fall in love with their journey, their operational mindset, their experience of the world, and paint a compelling picture of what it could look like instead right? That's how you know what your message to the market is. It's feeling an emotional connection to what are they struggling with? What is painful for them? What is upsetting them? What is holding them back? And when you fill those gaps that you just identified five minutes ago, what is that compelling future going to look like? And how are you going to articulate that? And then step three is do the freaking work, right? And this is where you guys are really, really good, right? You're operational people. So you're like, okay, Give me some operations. Let me implement some systems. Let me put some SPs in place, right? Let me do this thing. This is where it's like, it's not the bright, shiny object. It's not that sexy overnight thing. But what keeps people in the game long-term is delivering results for their clients. It's being the real deal, right? The reason why I'm sitting here saying why we are where we are as a company is that people know we are the real freaking deal. We're not a sales page that then you get inside and it's a bunch of fluff. It's like, no, what you see is what you get. And when you come inside, you're not only going to be blown away by something even better than you thought, but you're going to realize, oh my gosh, this is very, very different than these other things I've done before. So now it's what does your beliefs about the gap 
and your beliefs about how you're going to communicate that compelling future to your market, to your customer or whatever. Now, what does that look like in how you provide results? And I always say, name it, frame it, okay, and claim it. Name it, frame it, and claim it. And what do I mean by that? Give it a name. So write down your methodology, give it a name. I'm sure you learned this and in, in, you know, working with Natalie. So give it a name, frame it up, make it feel tangible to the person that you're talking to and claim it, put your name on it, right? So what did I do? Live launch. I framed it up in people's mind. I was like, boom, this is the simplest way that you're going to scale and make millions of dollars online with nothing more than the camera on your iPhone. Named it, framed it up. And now I claimed it, wrote a book on it, boom, right? Taught it to 40,000 people. It became a household name. Now we're on to conviction marketing and we're going to do the same thing all over again with a new concept. So name it, frame it, claim it, okay? And be the best. Be the best at what you do. Care more about the results that your clients get than anyone else in the market does. It may not be the thing that makes you grow the fastest, but it'll be the thing that will sustain you over time. It will have customers stay longer, spend more, refer more often. It will keep you in business through the high highs and the low lows because we know we all go through that, right? But those are the three things. Identify the gaps in the market. Clarify how you're going to articulate your beliefs to the market about it. And then translate it into the service delivery of your product, your program, your work with your clients. And I want to make a comment on one of the things that you said earlier, Natalie, which is you were saying like with people in operations, like sometimes the pace is hard, right? Because you want to be very detailed with things. Maybe it's a little slower to implement all of that. When I created the live launch method, we launched the C message to market for three and a half years. Three and a half years. So while everyone else was killing themselves, reinventing what they were doing every other day. And people are like, Kelly, how do you watch so often? Don't you get burnout? I'm like, no. I'm like, I just show up on camera, teach for a little bit. And, you know, the team does the rest. Why? Because I named it, framed it and claimed it. And I see focus on what my convictions were in the market and what I was doing about it. And so for those of you that feel like marketing can feel really overwhelming because you feel like you always have to be coming up with the latest, greatest, newest, shiniest, sexiest thing, you don't. You really, really don't, but you have to put a stake in the ground around something real and real goes deeper than tactic. Everything that everyone's going to teach you in the market is all about tactic, right? This is about going deep inside yourself. It's about actually doing like reflection, self-awareness, introspection. I know we never talk about these things, right? These are not things we talk about, but that's what conviction marketing is about. And when you do this, you can create a business that runs like a well-oiled machine that you love to lead and operate and that is enjoyable because you're not chasing the latest, greatest thing. My hope and my goal is that now with Conviction Marketing that we'll spend the next three and a half years focused on going through the full cycle of destruction with this, just like we did with Live Lunch, and then we'll innovate again. And then we'll do the full cycle once again. So I don't want you to feel like with this that you need to keep up. You don't. In fact, there is much more power in the congruency and the consistency and the frequency of owning your convictions and being absolutely crystal clear on who you are, what you're here to do, and why, and repeating that over and over again. And that's something that's very opposite of what's taught in the market, but it's the thing that we've had the most success with. And you know, Natalie, I think you would probably share a sentiment around that. I think many of our clients who are having seven-figure success now would say the same thing. 
Absolutely. Oh man, I this is so deep in my bones because, you know, we talk about my live launch is called the Scope Creep Solution. And sometimes people who have been in my audience or my team, they're like, are we still going to do the Scope Creep Solution? I'm like, guys, we've only done it, I think, five times now. Really? It feels like we do it all the time. And the reality is people come back to that exact same training over and over and over because it was thoughtfully put together just as you have taught us. But I'm not just giving you a prescription on how to deal with scope creep. I'm talking about you as a person. We start with the actual human being first. And that means that people, it's always useful, regardless of the level of your business, the place in your business, where you are in your career. It's very, very helpful on all levels and they keep coming back to it. So, you know, I don't feel the need to come up with a brand new training every single quarter or whatever it is. And, and I was beforehand, guys, I was trying to do my goal three years ago was to do a new training every single month to find new content, create the same experience that I'm still doing and delivering, which is massively over delivering with the live launch method. But on top of that, I was going to try to do this every single month. So I remember learning about Kelly thinking she's wrong. There's no way I'm going to prove her wrong. Like in my (laughs) mind, I'm like, there is no way I can keep the same message for years. And Here she is modeling this. And I went through friends for live launches before I went on to trust Kelly enough to pay her to be in her orbit, to continue to learn from her deeper, right? So had she been shifting the message those four times, I may not, number one, have been interested in four different topics that she came up with. They also may not have met where I was coming from. I know without a doubt, what she is convicted in. And that was helping me to market with ease, helping me to market without going broke in paid advertising. She was very clear in what she was delivering. Her promise was very simple to me. And I'm gonna challenge everyone listening today. Your ops activity for this episode is to come up with that gap. What is the gap? What is your differentiator in the market? identify the gap. I want you to head on over to theopsinsiders.com. We'll continue this conversation over there, but let's help one another. One other thing I wanted to add onto this conversation that was a revelation that we had in, I think our round 11 group that we have going on right now. Someone said, how do I sell my services? And I said, let them tell you how they feel. Kelly was describing the feelings that you're going to bring somebody because of your gift, right? the gift of operations, whatever that looks like for you. All of our businesses are different. Some of us have specialties. Some of us, we all work with a different type of person. But I challenged the group that day. What do your clients tell you? Just take two seconds and ask them, how did this session, how do you feel? Take those words, guys. Use that as fuel for your conviction marketing. They are telling you how they feel after your services, after you have blessed and enriched them please use their own words. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what we need to do because that is, number one, you're going to believe yourself when you hear it from someone else. Unfortunately, that's the way we are taught, trained, and we believe that our thoughts are not enough until somebody amplifies them for us. So you know what? Shortcut it. Go straight to them and ask them, how do you feel? Start using that in these gaps and the belief around the gap. And you're going to be able to show up with greater ease. It's going to become more natural for you. And at the end of the day, all of this is going to go into your messaging, which is the beginning part of conviction marketing. 
Kelly, I'm so grateful that you took this time today with this audience. We are we are definitely on the look for having some of these things that cause us to slow down a little bit to bring ease to them. And I know that you've filled that gap for me. You filled my cup, proverbial cup and real cup many a time. And I'm just so grateful that you can share this and I can share some of the blessings that you've given me with this audience too. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I mean, you guys in this audience have a really special gift. You have to remember that the thing that comes naturally to you is a completely different language that feels impossible to some of the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. So remember, you have a really special gift. Name it, frame it, and claim it. Get out there, dial in that message, listen to your audience, and you don't need to be changing or recreating or reinventing the wheel every other day. You have years ahead of you of leveraging that message in the market and making a huge difference for more people than you'll ever know. Yep. And get started. Literally yep. get started. Take imperfect action. My messaging today is different. The way I market is completely different than the way it was when I first got in here. There are some ways that have allowed me to go faster. And I hope that you listening in today have taken some notes because they're behind a lot of what Kelly is talking about. Kelly, I know you've got a book coming out. I would love for every single person here to grab a copy of that. Tell us where they can find that. Yeah, so you can hop on the waiting list at convictionmarketing.com and we're gonna do all sorts of fun stuff that's gonna make a huge difference for you all. So I hope you all get on the waiting list, convictionmarketing.com. By the way, Congrats on getting that domain. <laughs> That's a stellar. Well, you know, I couldn't get my name, Natalie. So I might as well be able to get book number, what is it, five. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Kelly, thank you again for being here. I'm just so grateful for all the good stuff that you have gifted me and this community today. For sure. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.